guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. You know, I do not have problems with women lead actresses. That's great. I do not have problems with minorities taking roles. That's also great. As a matter of fact, if the movie's good, like Wonder Woman, for example, or many of the other plethora of amazing um, women leads that are out there in a movie, I have no problems with it at all. As a matter of fact, it's an enjoyable movie. But what has happened every single time they've replaced the male lead with a woman lead and done a reboot? It has failed, and it has failed miserably. Why? Because they don't just quietly make the replacement and then keep the story moving. They have to make it all about the change. Look how dramatic this change is. Look how amazing this change is. Look how wonderful this woman is. And so what happens is the story becomes focused around the change. And so I have a little bit to talk about with that today. And uh, let me adjust my seat here so I don't feel like I'm taking a nap. Let me, let me, let me show you the newest uh, reboot here from Disney. And uh, you'll get an idea. We have lots of reboots to talk about. That's right. Karens of the Caribbean, The Curse of Toxic Masculinity. Oh, that's not the actual title. Sorry, my bad. Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a reboot moving forward with a female lead. Now, even though they cleared Johnny of a lot of the uh, things that they thought he did because of everything that came out about Miss Heard, even though they've uh, said, okay, Johnny's kind of in the clear, they may still go ahead with a female lead. Now, why they didn't have Johnny come in and do a, a segue movie and make this woman another side character and they decide to follow her story after this? No idea. But let's just reboot it, removing a guy and placing in a woman because that works 60% of the time, all the time, right? Okay, so let's, let's see. So back in 2018, a report surfaced that Disney was set to reboot their blockbuster franchise, Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Since then, fans have been wondering what would that would mean for Johnny Depp's Captain Jack Sparrow. Well, it means you can't expect him to return. According to insider Daniel Reichman, the studio is in fact going the reboot, reboot route and are currently looking for a female lead. And the one, uh, uh, the one name at the top of Disney's uh, to lead the reboot is... And the one at the top of Disney's lead list to lead the reboot is Avengers Endgame and Jumanji, the next uh, level star, Kristen Gillian. And, uh, and then they have a little bit further in here. They're also thinking of a person with color taking over this role. Now, I have no problems with a female lead. I have, again, I have no problems with them making her non-white. Fine, perfectly fine. But why do you have to take something that, you know, we had a beloved character in Johnny. Why do you need to try to reboot this? And why are you going to tell the same stories again? That happened with Spider-Man, and that didn't turn out so well. But this, again, is, it's not 100% confirmed, um, but they, this is definitely in the rumor mill. But that's not, that's not the only thing we need to talk about here. Female-led Kung Fu reboot coming to the CW. Now, if you don't remember this movie, I don't blame you, because even I was like a year old or non-existent when it came out. It was like very early 70s. And uh, it was with David Carradine. Now, it, the, originally, Bruce Lee was slotted to take the role, and then they decided to go with uh, David Carradine, who is, a, who is a, uh, a white guy, and they made him look like an Asian. And that made some controversy back in the day. I do remember that much. This is David Carradine walking around as a, as a kung fu guy. Now, if he doesn't look familiar, you may remember him as this in Kill Bill. Needless to say, David Carradine left us in a very uh, weird way with a little self-asphyxiation. Um, but 
They've taken that character and they're going to make that female as well. So Doogie Hauser, which was played by Neil Patrick Harris from How I Met Your Mother, uh, Doogie Hauser is going to be a female reboot. And they this is how creative they got with it. Are you ready for this? The sun keeps going in and out, so I got to adjust my exposure because I do not have an expensive camera. Uh, it says tentatively titled Doogie Kaloa or Kialoa MD. They kept the Doogie part. Like, how unoriginal is that? But they're rebooting this also with a female lead. Let's go. Oh, High Fidelity, one of my favorite movies, just to have popcorn and chill. And John Cusack, oh, he's been replaced by Zoe Kravitz, a woman. She's in the. Now, here's the thing they even say on here. Um, let's see. Let me see if I can find it here without reading you all to death. Um, the Valentine's Day Rob uh, was reborn in Hulu reboot High Fidelity that delivers plenty of laughs and achingly relatable moments. Zoe Kravitz plays a female version of Rob, and the job is the same. She runs Championship Vinyl, a record store in Crown Heights. The town's the same. The heartbreaks are the same, albeit updated for a more progressive generation. She's shot down by a procession of lovers, both male and female. Oh, so basically everything's the same except they plunked out Rob and they plopped in Zoe. Let's move on. Now, so here's the thing. So they say, well, we're going to do this, and we think this is good, and erasing men in these male leads and putting in females uh, is, is powerful. Guys really don't have a problem with female leads. Just make a new story. Why do you keep having to reuse ones that men already did really well? Now you're putting a lot of pressure on these women to try to make it as good as or better than the original. It doesn't work very well like that. No reboot really does quite as well, especially when you change something drastic in it. Now, when they did this with Batwoman on the CW, uh, it was met with not very good response. And of course, the title of this article, Batwoman is the latest victim of toxic fan culture. And here's what needs to change. And somebody quoted uh, one of the respondents to the original um, uh, trailer said another show with so much potential ruined by wokeness. It's true. Batman is an established character for the last like 70 years since like, what the fifties, forties. I don't remember when he came out, but he's been around forever. And why rewrite it? Make your own characters such as maybe do a Catwoman show, maybe do a wonder woman show, maybe do. There's so many great female characters, um, rogue from X-Men. I mean, I could go on and on and on. But the point is, why take something that was a guy and make it a woman? Well, in here, of course, they say it didn't do very well because uh, toxic, toxic uh, uh, trolls. Well, the truth of it is, no, when you, because when you make such a drastic change, you have to address the change. And how do you do it? You write episode epi- after episode about the new swap and about her new romance and all this other stuff that guys don't care about. We want action movies. We don't want like soap operas with Batwoman in it. And how was, you know, and this was written back now in 2019, or excuse me, 2019 in November. And they said, well, you know, give it a couple of months. And once these toxic brigaders go away, then we'll see what the real numbers look like. So I looked up the real numbers. Batwoman season one ratings. So the first show had 1.86 million. So 1.86 million viewers. Not bad for a CW show. Let's see what happened as the trolls left. As of, uh, uh, May 10th, 0.7 million viewers. That's 700,000 viewers. And the week before that, 650,000 viewers. Now, in seven days, in one week, this channel, this YouTube channel, gets 1.35 million views. 
I have twice the number of views that, that CW does on this Batwoman. Obviously, I'm twice as good. Or it could be that you've written such a horrible storyline that even your own fans gave up on you. You started at 1.86. You're down to in the 0.6s. That's 60 some odd percent of your audience has left you. They gave you a shot, but it, it went from 1.8 to 1 1.4, 1.2, 1.2, 1.1, 1.0, 1.0, 1 and you just kept sinking. Could it be toxic? No. Bad writing? Yes. But again, they try to blame the guys on this. This is what happens when you switch a loved character with somebody else. Let's move on to Supergirl. Now, Superman was the original. And yes, Supergirl was his cousin. So this is not necessarily a straight-up replacement. But this is what happens when you have bad writing. And this is another example because Supergirl has the same kind of writing that Batwoman does. So this isn't a swap to show you ratings. This is directly a comparison of bad writing. They started at a 1.263, so it's 1.2 million. They didn't have as many viewers as this channel gets in a week. And again, I'm, I'm really honestly not saying this cha my channel is all that. I'm saying how bad are you that you're matched up with some idiot YouTuber that's you know got 100,000 subs. So we come down here to the latest, May 10th, 0.619, 619,000 views in one week's episode. Now, yes, I put out many episodes, so it's not exactly a fair comparison. But nonetheless, one week of my views is twice, almost three times, what, what Supergirl has. Now, let's go look at all the movies that they're replacing women with the male leads. So I have that over here. Oh, shocking. Shocking. Not a single movie or a single show that I've found are they replacing a woman lead with a male on a reboot. Shocking. So what does this tell us? Well, number one, it, you know, you can say, well, men have had it good for so long. Well, let's, you know, if when you're starting to try to replace everything and, and kind of wash out the men, how is this making equality? If you want to make things equal, make more shows with new writers, new storylines that focus on women. But when, we, when you take a male character and flip it over to female, we know what you're doing. And we know how this goes. You have to make it all about how important it is that this role is filled with a woman. And that ruins the writing. We can smell it from a mile away. So I guess uh, so much for Johnny Depp coming back in Pirates. So much for many of these other shows. Let's see how CW and Disney, I think because most of these are Disney. Um, the TV one, I'm not sure. Yeah, Disney Plus. That's Disney. Uh, the High Fidelity, I'm not sure if this is a Disney movie or not. Um, oh, it's going to be a Hulu reboot. And then we've got uh, the the David Carradine stuff. I don't know where this is. I don't know. I didn't look into that. And, of course, this is Disney. So, yeah, keep up the great work, Disney. Um, I'll be really excited to see um, how all of this works out for you. And we'll watch the numbers and see how your new, uh, you know, your, your new theme of rewrites and reboots does. Maybe in the future you'll just learn that it's better off to maybe start with a unique character and write it on a woman, about a woman, and then you don't have to try to explain how wonderful she is compared to the guy that was in the role previously. 
Guys, if you'd like to support my work, check out my new channel, Odd Man Out. It's a great uh, thing. This was actually going to be a story that I was going to put over there, but it, it does, does focus on kind of erasing men, and I thought that belonged over here a little bit more. Um, don't forget to uh, uh, links below for all the ones that want to support me. I've got my Patreon, my Subscribestar, PayPal, and, of course, you can like, comment, share, subscribe, etc. Guys, I'll leave it there. This is Better Bachelor. I'm joking. Remember... You know it's going to be bad when they remove a guy, put in a woman, and then have to tell you how much better the woman is and why they were smart to make the replacement. Mm -hmm.